Welcome to Nana Tings. Hey, beautiful humans. On today's episode, I am joined again by my friend Tanner, aka Tan Tan. And we talk about reclaiming your narrative in your life. I think it's really important. It's a short and sweet episode, but you know, I think it's it's healthy to discuss the topic of going back to your roots or going somewhere where you feel calm and safe and tranquil. So yeah, it's a cute little episode. So, you know, before we get into it, I'm gonna have to like play some ads and shit. So get your blunt, get your tea, get your shrooms, get your wine, whatever the fuck you want, and enjoy the ride. <laughs> Hey everyone, I just want to say I have three books out right now and I appreciate the support from all of you, from everyone that got my first book, Falling Angel in Phoenix, to my second, Romance in a Modern World, and my current third, Baby, Antonio's Return. Check it out at Barnes & Noble and also Amazon. You can easily just search my name, Antonio Lorenzo, L-I-R-A-N-Z-O, and go get a copy, review it, love it, share it, and all the things. Okay? <laughs> Hey everyone, it's Antonio here at Nana Tings, and I am joined by our guest again, Mr. Tanner Tan Tan. What's up, boo? Hi, I'm hey, great. Man. How are you? Good, good. I have not seen you since like May on my screen because you've been <laughs> my running around. <laughs> I know it's been great though. Yeah, no. So yeah, this episode pretty much is like a follow up because I feel like you've done so much over the summer as well what you know whether it was like having fun but also just like growing rebuilding rebranding so yeah you're here today because like i mean our episode was great in may and a lot of people got to learn about you but like we want to go deeper like so what's good how did you spend your summer it's good let's get deep um i spent my summer i left la so i made the decision to jet out of here yeah um i didn't really know what I was going to do but I packed everything in my apartment I shipped it home um and I went home for a month to Washington State I'm from Tenino so it's a little town so I spent one month kind of I literally locked myself not in a room but I went home and locked myself in the town um and I spent a lot of time you know with nature with my family with my friends I was on the water doing country things I mean I love camo I grew up on a farm so I was just getting back to my roots. I know it sounds corny, but sometimes you have to do that um, to kind of ground yourself. I was going through a mental rebranding situation is what I would call it. Um, living in LA is amazing and it's great. I've been here for a little more than three years. The three years have just been so chaotic, so wild. And it's really true. Sometimes you come here and you, you kind of morph into the stereotypical LA person and you don't want to be that because it's it's not, I don't know, it wasn't good for me and my mental health. I was trying to be, I was trying to be myself, but also fit in. And I don't think that's healthy. It's exhausting, to be honest. I agree. Um, I had a moment like that in New York, actually. I, I mean, I'm originally from there, but there was a moment where I was like partying too much and became this like New York yeah. boy, you know, and you know, when like how the gay community is so small in the sense of like, you fuck one person or you date one person it's like that and it's like their friends and like their circle and then your ex is there and it's just like it's too much so yes <laughs> and to touch up on the ex i felt like when you go i recently broke off my engagement and when that happens you kind of have boundaries with people and, and mm -hmm. ex's friends and ex's you know at least i do and 
it felt like there was no boundaries and, and I'm, I'm human. I'm not like going to break up with someone or leave a situation. Like I'm fine. I, I'm this and that, you know, you know, what? I have my bad days. I have my good days. And there's no boundaries and lines are crossed. And I lost, you know, several friends, to be honest, and people who I thought were my friends weren't. And, you know, I just had to leave. I just felt like I need to go be around people that know me, know Tantan, know where I come from and, and just be myself. Absolutely. I, um, what was your, okay. So like, what was the process of like refining your roots, you know, like going home and then like doing this like Southern tour that you've done <laughs> and then like coming back and reconnecting, right. It was a whole process that I feel like this summer you spent, right. Of like, cause I remember last time we talked to you, right. May was that whole X situation, you know, moving out, you need like to deep, yeah. you know, detox, you should say. Yes. Um, yeah. So what, can you take us more behind that whole process of going back to your roots? Plus, yeah, it's like re, re. So I was getting, I was like having writer's block, pretty much. Yeah. Um, and I felt stuck in a spot of not being inspired. And growing up, you know, I grew up in a little town, and I was always inspired to do big things, and, and it really pushed me to break the boundaries. So I felt like I had to go home, back to my roots, and kind of live that. Um, slower life and really think about what I wanted in life and who I want to surround myself with and what kind of life you know I was going to live going forward so the process it was it felt like a couple steps back to be honest but it was to get a couple steps forward and that's what has happened um so yeah I went home and I really didn't do much I was trying to be healthy I was trying to eat healthy, work out, be with my friends, be with my family. And then I got to a point where I was like, okay, I'm feeling back to myself. I'm feeling normal again <laughs> and feeling like I can go out and take over the world. And, but not just yet. So I was like, I am going to go to New Orleans, my favorite place in the world. It's just the best city ever. The people there are authentic. They don't care about what you have, what you do. They just want to have fun. They just want to have great, genuine connections and build off of that. So I went there for a couple of weeks. And then a lot of my friends and I there, we went on a road trip to my friend's cabin at Lake Ozarks. Never been there before. I'll tell you what, Arkansas, Eureka Springs is crazy fun. Arkansas. <laughs> Arkansas. We did like, a, we went through Mississippi, Arkansas. We were in Missouri. Beautiful. Um again, just getting away from the, the LA vibes and just getting out um, to new places I've never been to or experienced and just enjoying the moment. It was a really great fresh, a breath of fresh air, whatever that saying is. Um, and yeah, I mean, I just feel like I wasn't ready to come back to LA. I really wanted to leave and see how I felt. I didn't want to make any rash decisions and I feel like a lot of people have a love-hate relationship with LA and once you find the balance LA is amazing yeah absolutely what do you do you see anything that's toxic in the city that you can like call out in the sense or maybe like in our community that can drive people away from yeah um I mean like for example I work out at Equinox and Equinox is like the mecca of 
the douche crew, the plastics. <laughs> I'm sorry. Screaming. And, you know, there's people that would talk to me on the internet or this, and I'll see them in person there, won't acknowledge me. I'll say hi. It's like the weirdest thing ever. It's like, who are you trying to be cool? Like, I don't know. And so I feel like there's a lot of toxic. I don't even think that people are toxic. I think they're trying to be a certain thing that they're not. If that make, does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Um, specifically in the gay community, it's just a lot of unauthenticity and a lot of posers and a lot of people who act a certain way, but I know they're not that way. Um, you know, I didn't, it was getting to me. I was getting angry, actually. I would go to the gym and I was just like, this like, pisses me off. Like, I just want to call out everyone. But then I'm like, okay, wait, that I can't do that. <laughs> and I don't want to be that person. But it genuinely it affected me um, because I give 100% into my relationships or I'm at least respectful. And people, you're, they'll be like, you're to this or you like someone called me a highbrow. I was like, what's a highbrow? You think you're too, I'm like, no, I have like that wall up immediately here. And I really wanted to break the wall down so I could find people like me. Yeah, that's, um, you know, you're not afraid to be vulnerable. That's what it is, is like the vulnerability of like, yeah, I feel you. I, I What you're saying right now just hits home with me with like my New York experience and like me being a change of scenery because yeah. I don't know. I just I like, feel like when you're vulnerable and you let your walls down, good things come in. Yes. You attract um better friends, better opportunities, better partners. Um, I think that's great. So like when you so when you were like refining yourself on this journey, what what clicked? Like what hit you in because you moved you came back in September, right? So like what hit you? Yeah. I guess all so when I was gone, I I feel like I was really hard on myself and all like and just really not giving myself a pat on the back and being like, it's okay, you're doing great. I was just hard on myself, comparing myself to other people, which isn't healthy, but we all do it. But um, when I was away, I just felt a sense of calmness and less anxiety, and which allowed me to figure out tools to cope with being back in LA and dealing with the personalities and just, you know, LA's like, anywhere else in the world everyone's trying to be something if they're not something they're trying to be something it's just really refreshing to get away from that and I found I was just happier and more settled you know being away and coming back now I feel like I have my head on my shoulders I'm myself I'm caring less about what other people think and doing more things I like and genuinely taking care of myself and being independent and taking care of my mind I was like really emotional all summer. I don't know why. Yeah, I remember getting a text from you. Um, I think it was June or whenever you left, you were you nicely, you were just you put it like, Hey, I'm gonna leave town for a bit. Um, I'll be back, yeah. but I gotta work on myself and figure out some things. And I think that's so, you know, a lot of my episodes here and a lot of what I do talks about mental health. And you and I touched base on that with our last episode. Um how vulnerable you are and how that helps people it helps listeners understand the process and stuff like that and that it is okay to have moments of weakness or how you said backwards to go forward yeah i mean i pretty much had a not a breakdown i don't know i just when i texted you in that moment i was just i didn't really tell anyone what was happening or what i was doing i was just gonna do it but i was just having like an emotional overload 
and I was partying a lot, being around people I didn't, I thought I liked, but you know, just not genuine people. And getting away was just so great. And I'm thankful I did it. And I was really worried about doing it. Cause I was like, I've come this far. Why turn back? Um, but you know, you kind of just have to take a break. You have to tap out. I tapped out. And that's powerful being able to be like, Hey, cause you had two options. You either had go do what you did and grow or stay here and, you know, God forbid, get worse or get heavily yeah. drinking and toxic friends. Like My mental health was, it was off. It was back and forth. And I want something more consistent. And so uh, anyone who's struggling with mental health, it's okay to kind of just tap out. You're not failing, you know, take a couple of steps back and just remove yourself from the situation. Exactly. So, yeah. Now that you're back though, what plans do we have? I know you are a multitasker, you know, multiple jobs, yeah. creative, all of it. So what is your mission? I've really honed in on my arrival back being one, very productive, two, healthy, and three, everything in moderation. I still go out and have a couple of drinks, but I'm not doing it all the time. So and I'm focusing on my career and building myself up versus other people. And I know that sounds selfish, but it's not. You have to take care of yourself. Um, so I've just been, I'm a chef. So I've really stopped doing all these things because it's getting chaotic. And so I'm cooking like for people. I have a lot of private chef clients, catering like 24 seven. I'm just like, go, 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 working, hustling, grinding. And then I've been picking up DJing as a hobby because music is like my passion. It's the only industry I've never tapped into. Um, and that's been really great. I mean, it's just been amazing. And being in the studio and learning and, and just all of it. So being back has been so refreshing. I'm so glad I stepped away and I'm so glad I came back too. And when I see people wearing sunglasses and Equinox that are <laughs> trying to be something this is for you guys. I'm sorry. I just have to say it. Pull them out. <laughs> I don't understand it. Like, I just, I look at it now. I'm just like, wow. I kind of used to be that person. And it's just so good just to be like, I'm not that person anymore. Stop wearing sunglasses in Equinox when you're working out. Wait, especially wait, if you're. Literally work out wearing sunglasses? Yes. Or they'll walk in the, with their sunglasses and just act like they're like lady gaga and i'm like cool if you're in a fashion which you're not because your sunglasses don't match your outfit and they're very ugly but i just i'm so over people trying to be posers here and i don't know sorry i'm talking shit but it's just this is a safe space <laughs> it's just like one <laughs> i'm just like oh my gosh <laughs> so that's what i have to say about that i get what you're saying though like that is and, just and, example and this is i feel like these people put up these walls and try to be too cool for school but behind the closed doors they're really you know they're pushing people away mm -hmm. they're not approachable and i used to be that person i was like not approachable and i don't want to be that person so don't be that person yeah if no, you want people to give you attention bring in good vibes don't bring in standoffish vibes because at the end of the day you're just excommunicating yourself 
Exactly. I think it, you said it right. It's people that are either damaged or, you know, trying to, you know, trying to live this persona that they want that they end up pushing everyone away. It's so exhausting. Again, I used to do it and it was not healthy. Same, same. And, and going home, I kind of just, I wear what I want. I do what I want. I'll, you know, things don't have to match. I don't have to look perfect. And it was just so relieving. Yeah. You're human. You know, yeah, you don't have to be perfect all the time. And that's the beauty in life, I think, is like the rawness of it all. Right. Yeah. How do you feel about, I mean, L.A. and (laughs) people here? Because I feel like people need, I don't know. I need to hear it. Some spot. (laughs) I don't know. They need to hear it. Yeah. So to be quite frank with you, the first two months I hated living here, um, I met a lot of the people that you're talking about. You know, I didn't really get to explore downtown or Silver Lake from the jump. I was mainly just in the WeHo scene. And dude, I guess you and I just being like highly sensitive people and like being able to read and observe different energies in the room and people, we can see all the fakeness happening. And I would have, like, I had mutual friends that I knew out here that, like, would complain about guys on Instagram, this and that, but they were the serial daters. They were the ones, like, hooking up with a guy and wanting to cuff him that same night, but then talking shit about them the next day. And then, like, it's like a rinse and repeat cycle of just, like, bad behavior. So I love LA now, but I ain't, so I'm so new to the city, right? It's been eight months now, but instead of, like, leaving how you did because you were here for a while, what I did is I just left the nightlife scene for a while. Totally. I had to. I had to detox from like May to now. I hardly, well, I mean, now I have a man's, but like I hardly go out a lot. I was going to say, you have a new boyfriend, right? I do. Yeah. (laughs) How's that? Sorry. I'm like asking you. I love it. Listen, no one ever interviews me on my podcast. So please, this is great. (laughs) Yeah. Where'd you meet? Is he a top or bottom? Uh, (laughs) Oh, um, I, we actually met on Bumble. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, it's so funny. I preached about being like anti-apps for a while. And then my friend was like, just download Bumble. Maybe there's like an introverted guy out there. Like you never know. Cause like I'm hardly going out now. Right. Because I had to get away from the scene. So I was like, if I want to meet someone, how the fuck am I going to meet someone? If I'm not like at a gym, I'm not going out really. Like I'm just doing my art. I have the same problem. Right. I'm like, okay, if I'm not on the app for going to the bars, how do you meet someone? But that's what I'm saying. I'm like, we live in a digital age where like sometimes the apps do work in that sense where like if you want to meet a good connection human and it's like, you know, you're at a point in your life right now too where you want to meet good people, vulnerable vulnerable people, right? So I feel like when you're putting yeah. energy out there, you'll get that through the apps. So yeah, I met Brian um, off of that and we just like, I don't know, it was just a spark. It was just, it's it. It Yeah, it's, it's great. Done. Yeah, I like, yeah, I don't I have nothing else to say. It's just honestly, um I love him. It's a great relationship. Oh, and that. yeah, I, I'm just I'm happy, you know. But it took time, you know, I had to learn who I was to get to where I am now. And I had to get away from the nightlife scene, you know, that you're you know, what you're saying with your own process. I fucking did it in New York. Yeah. I moved out of New York here and then I had to get away from the nightlife here. Yeah. I, I mean attract good people now. Now when I go out, I'm drinking less because I have anxiety and the drink, I'm not going to lie, like drinking helped it in the moment, but I felt like it was just not helping. Yo, the hangover anxiety is horrible. It's terrible. It's It's like, yeah. But now when I go out, I'm like more 
just in tune and, and just there in the moment. And I don't feel the urge to overdo it now. Which is and it's a really good feeling to have. Yeah, like going in and buzz a little bit and that's fine. Knowing that you can wake up the next day and be productive is fucking great. Totally. Yes. How about wait? So what's going on? I know obviously you're hot and shit and we got some like Instagram oh, in this bitch. Um what is going on with your love life? I feel like there's a uh, gonna chase you. <laughs> honestly nothing that's another thing i did this summer <laughs> i had no dates no sex i didn't like i i didn't do anything and honestly not a lot's going on I, i'm on the apps i find the people on there just i don't know it's just they want to hook up and that's fine but i'm just not looking for that right now i mean maybe i don't know maybe with the right person but I, not not a lot's going on i'm really just focusing on myself i will go on a date with someone who's persistent and very straightforward i don't do the pen pal situation you know i would like to start going on dates and then try i mean i'd actually didn't go on one date it was good but it's just i'm i'm just a leaf blowing in the wind right now wherever it takes me I love that though. Like uh, a summer of celibacy and a summer of no dating yeah. is is honestly like you know as crude as it sounds. You know, some people are like, "Oh my god, you could go like three months without sex." Honestly, it's so powerful. I think it's yeah. so like I feel like I'm in control of my life, and for a couple of years I wasn't, <laughs> and you know, I'm over by how do I put it? It took me a while to get over the engagement and breaking up my ex and all of that but you know when you leave a situation and you kind of see how people act after it made it so much better to get over and you know it's just it's refreshing life and your where you go and things that you do and trying to make an effort it just shows that okay this person it was supposed to happen for a reason exactly i think that's I love this girl for you. I think. So I'm looking for the Megan Fox to my Machine Gun Kelly. <laughs> I really am. You got to be fucking cool, weird. I don't know. Just don't bore me. No, absolutely. And, uh, yeah. And let's drink each other's blood and be weird. Oh my God. Like, <laughs> I joked. That was another thing I did. I went to Machine Gun Kelly concert this summer. Amazing. By the way, I'm obsessed with Machine Gun Kelly. I told my boyfriend this. I was like, if we get married in the future, I was like, I would take a severe blood. And he was like, ew, what? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and like Megan Fox Machine Gun Kelly did it. Like, I would do it. Like, it's an L. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, done. Gays eat each other's assholes, okay? Why That's not take up the blood? Right? I could do like, <laughs> a sip of your blood. It's fine. Like, <sighs> that's some witchy shit that I'm into. <laughs> it's Halloween season. Um, but yeah, dating... Just, just taking it day by day. Yes. And actually, one of the last topics I want to go over with you, I mean, it's more of a fun topic, but I love what you were posting the other day about your um, OnlyFans. It doesn't have to be sex. <laughs> yeah. So I have an OnlyFans and people judge it so much, um, which that's fine. I don't care. I mean, people are posting their ass, asses and stuff for free. Literally, on Instagram. On Instagram, yeah. Literally, the same people who are judging me are posting shirtless pics, speedo pics, ass pics, thirsty pics for free. So 
you got to get, you know, think business here, start charging. But um, no, my OnlyFans is, it's quite, I don't have sex on it. No, you Do don't. I show like, like, I'm pretty body positive. It's just, honestly, it's just another platform and, and it's free right now. So you can subscribe. Um, but I mean, I do charge for photos that, you know, if you want with my shirt off or, or something more risque, there's a fee. <laughs> but, you know, OnlyFans isn't just for porn or sex. It's to really just express yourself, be free with a, you know, there are some haters on there, but that's fine. But just to like be in a safe place. And I cook on there sometimes. I really haven't been on there much lately, but, you know, it's just, it's just another platform to really show who you are. I love that. I love it. You're changing the name. And I know you have one. Right? I have one. She's the active now. <laughs> the sun's coming in. Um, that's fine. Things come yes. and go. But you know, I know I think I texted you. Oh my god, yeah, I remember texting you when I first reactivated mine and I was like, I'm back on it. <laughs> I think I subscribed. Um, I yeah, I don't know. I like, I can't, I had it, the longest I've had it was three weeks. Mine got, mine got very like burlesque Like I was putting on like very, you know, like my thong kind of photos, like those kind of moments. Yeah. But you know, some of the guys on it are aggressive. Like they are. And they're like, really, you're going to send me that? I could look at this for free. Yes. Or like, I'll wake up to a message being like, um, post a picture, you little slut. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> There's some kinky people on there. Yeah, it got too much for me, dude. I like, yeah, so I, when, when did I react to I think I texted you like back in like June. Yeah, I reactivated it for like a oh, hot week terrible. and a half in the summer. And then I was just like, oh, it's too much work for me right now. I can't. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm hiring an OnlyFans manager if anyone's looking for a job. But... <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, so is that like following you around and do you like filming content or what's the vibe on that? No, it's just like managing... You know, a lot of the OnlyFans people, they have a manager and it's just yeah, no, there's manage like content, the back end, you know, and yeah, but, um, no, they help. You don't have an only, they help, they, it just helps. But, um, if you don't have an OnlyFans and you're thinking of making one, do it. You have nothing to lose. Kim Kardashian's out here posting her, the JJ and her tits out. I mean, everyone's doing it. So why not make money doing it? I absolutely agree. I'm that's like, what I think. Especially photo shoots. Like if you're if you're not one of those creators that wants to put pole and hole and sex online, fine. But photo shoots are fine too. Like I think like, you know, you're very upfront of what your OnlyFans is. So if someone's subscribing, yeah. they know what they're gonna get, you know? And and I think that's great. You make it your own. Just how I, I was doing burlesque yeah. photo shoots. Like that's it. Like you knew what you were gonna get when signing up. Yeah. And if you're posting photos on Grindr, might as well send them on OnlyFans. Girl, and <laughs> that's how I look at it. Literally, in this economy, make your fucking coin. Make some money. Okay, make some money. Let's do it. You know, you know. Um, I always love having you on this. But before we wrap up, I want to just, you know, I, I asked you before and I asked every guest, what are, what's some advice to anyone that's listening whether you know it's as simple as an only fans advice or as deep as your mental health journey um what would you like to give the listeners oh gosh um okay i would say my advice would be to kind of like career mental 
illness, not mental health advice, career. Like, I feel like I'm talking about myself, but I do feel like you, how do I say this? In my career, I'm a chef, but I've always wanted to do something else. I'm mm-hmm. not going to name it right now, but um, but you put this pressure on yourself as like, oh, I'm getting to almost 30. I'm getting to this age. And I feel like it's never too late to start doing something that you love. And my advice is to start doing stuff that you love. And it's never too late to do it. And um, it just feels very good to do things you love so don't let it hold you back and make the change I think you and I actually talked about this a little bit because you were changing from a job to another job or yeah right um I don't know I just feel like (laughs) just take the just take the jump and don't hold yourself back because as humans we are the ones who hold ourselves back the most so that would be my advice is just is just to make that change and take that initiative and just do it because you don't want to live your life as if, you know, what if I didn't do it? Exactly. I think that's such a big lesson to learn is like, you don't want to look back and be like, what if I did that? Or like, fuck, I should have. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Because I see people doing, I'm like, damn, I should have done that. And why didn't I do it? I don't know. But do it. So exactly. it's never too late. Well, I'm proud of you. I think just you having the balls to like, leave for a bit and put your life on hold to like recharge relearn regrow and then come back with this like mission of like yeah i am gonna be celibate for a bit or yeah i'm not gonna let any guy in but yeah i'm mostly gonna work on like my art my culinary stuff and and really what i want um it's so powerful right and that's why we make these episodes is to inspire listeners of like you can do it you got it like even if you You need some off like your mental health is important but you'll be a bad bitch the next day cool and reach out if you need help. I mean, I had to reach out to people. I didn't want to, but I did. And I'm so happy I did. Yeah. Make the call, make the text, do it. Aunt Tan Tan. <laughs> <laughs> I, I need like, a cocktail. What time is it? <laughs> <laughs> Literally. But um, it was, it's always amazing having you on this. It's but... always a pleasure. Thank you for having me. Um, I can't wait to be on next time. Yes, bye. Bye. Talk to you later on Nana Tings.